Welcome back to the Two Track Mind podcast feed and we're pleased to bring you a new show. This is Ask Us Anything with me, Liam Toms, and me, Edward Crawley. And as you can probably guess from the title, uh, this is a show where we answer your questions. So we've got them all uh, ready to go. We're just going to start drawing them out and uh, answering them. I think we'll take in turns to, to read out a question and, and uh, yeah, depending on how good the question is, we may uh, take a while to Do you to think there'll them. be questions where we just go, I'm not answering that? Well, I mean, I'm hoping that they are mostly music related. Um, I would have thought so. People would have got the gist by now, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, I, I, the thing is, I don't want to really answer anything that's like negative. You know, I just, I, I like them mostly. <laughs> what? That we talk about positive. Give us an example of a negative question. What is the worst band you've ever seen? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how we get on with these. Uh, if you listen to this and you've got anything that you want to ask us on a future show, then uh, yeah, we'll tell you how you can do that at the end of the show. So without any further ado, Edward, if you'd like to uh, take the first question from the box. Exciting. Um got one here. I legitimately am unfolding it. Alright. <clears throat> what albums or which bands have you inherited from your parents' music tastes? And that's from Jem in Nine Banks. Yeah, never been. Thank you, Jem. Um, good question. Yeah, Jem. Ed, do you want to take the... Uh... uh Oh, right. So from my mum, R.E.M. I'm still a massive, massive R.E.M. fan. Um, yeah, it was. we had a tape in the Ford... No, sorry, Vauxhall Cavalier. And it was um, the Out of Time album. And then we had... Oh, what was the one before? But anyway, I just remember being in the car, singing, you know, Losing My Religion and All of Us. So, yeah, Um to be honest, from my dad's side, uh, you know, he likes his rock. The Who, possibly. I'm not a massive fan, though. So none, really. Dad never really pushed... Dad pushed more sport on me than music. Um, and to be fair, I developed my own music taste quite quickly and early on. Uh, I think you had a big hand in that. Can I mention you? You're basically a brother, as I've said. <laughs> Parents. All right, well, anyway. So, no, not really. Yeah, um... I think the standout one uh, that I can think of from my parents' collection is Springsteen. Oh, right. Um, I can remember, sort of as far back as I can remember, having born in the USA, because I was just, just wonder like why there was a vinyl record in the collection with just a picture of a man's ass oh. in, in jeans. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know, I don't even, I'm not even sure if I actually remember the songs being played. I think I just came to know of Springsteen later and I was like, oh, that was that record. Yeah, yeah. But maybe the fact that I enjoyed it was something that I sort of genetically inherited. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, my dad, obviously, is very... Well, and my mum as well, are both very into Northern Soul and travel the country, go into Northern Soul yeah. like, club nights, essentially, um, which is crazy. And, I, you know, I have a lot of respect for them for doing that. Uh, and you've not got the bug, have you? The no. dancing bug. Oh, oh, you know I like a dance. Not like those Northern Soul cats No, there, there are videos on YouTube, and maybe I can dig one out, that actually do have my dad dancing in. Awesome. I, th I think possibly at the uh, the Blackpool Tower, which is where they went last weekend. Uh, but this was from a few years ago. Oh, wow. Um, in terms of Northern Soul, I think there's like a few bands that like have like that influence in. Like I think the, um, you know, the computers, Yeah. like some of their stuff has like some real kind of like soul influence to it um but generally i don't really like any of the stuff no i was about to say the era. computers weren't out when your mum and dad no, <laughs> modern versions of it uh and then from my mum's side like my mum was really into like disco music and i think uh probably my love for stuff like daft punk probably comes from that sort of like earth wind and fire kind of like uh like 70s early 80s disco yeah um, so yeah like a little but probably not much Really, like you, you hear some people, don't you, that have basically inherited like their parents' music collection, and they almost like more old music than new. Uh, but yeah, great first question, Jem. Thanks very much. Uh, I'll take the Jeff. next one. Jem. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jeff. If you are listening, thank you. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, uh, this is a good one. <laughs> uh, this is from Hazza in Peckleton, and. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's he or she, but they ask, uh, do you prefer an album with 10 tracks 
or 12 tracks plus. So that that question, I'm sorry, has been clearly aimed at you because in one of the episodes you were saying that you prefer an album with more tracks on. Was I saying this about the Jimmy? Yeah, because it's only got Possibly. 10 tracks. Yeah. Well, I maybe think, that's what I thought. I think Hazard could be a girl. <laughs> <laughs> could be a bloke to be fair that is yeah. uh, that is this is 2019 we're talking about yeah um i Back think to the dark ages crawly <laughs> i think i prefer more but not loads more i think around about i think between 10 and 15 is the sweet spot i think if you go beyond that then you start to get into the territory of filler yeah um but i'm a bit unsure about some of these recent ones where i guess they're trying to go for quality over quantity but the problem is with 10 is that you don't necessarily get as many chances to have songs that you personally like. Like they might all be of good quality, but you yeah. may just not gel with them. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I'm, so, I'm easy. But, but, <laughs> That's all right. It's still a valid answer. No, 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 no. Purely on a sense that I would not want a fucking 12 track album of eight minute songs. Well, I think you've got I think one coming. It, I think it boils down to length of track. Oh, no, no, no. That, I'm thinking about the Green Day one. No, that's not. That's uh, that's twelve tracks of two minute songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do, do you know what I mean? If you got to an hour and a half into an album and you're only on track eight, I think you'd be going. Well, it could have ended now. <laughs> I think. Do you know what? If there's sixteen great tracks on there and they wanted to release that as a full body of work, yeah. I'll take sixteen. I would. I do think. If it was less than 10, I would start thinking, when does this become an EP? Yeah, which I think is the case with some of these at the moment. I think the the most recent Good Charlotte one was only about nine tracks. Especially, And if it's a live album, I'd just think, well, you pull your finger out, mate. Ten tracks for a live album, or you wouldn't get my money. <laughs> Often, though, that's because they um, they picked ten of the best sound. I know. I recently um, dug out my Green Day Bullet in a Bible live oh, yeah. album from yeah. Milton Keynes, because I was going from a CDs, because I did say... You could have first dibs on them if I'd been them. And um, they've put Brain Stew in, but Jaded always follows Brain Stew live on the album. Jaded isn't on the live album. That's odd. Yeah, so weird. I almost would have expected it and to be one is, track. And the thing is, the end of... Um, da-na, 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 it rings out and goes into it. So something happened, didn't it, in that performance? I don't Well, you know... Maybe you said but anyway, I'm a, um, yeah, I suppose less than 10, I'd, I'd think, oh, I, I, could, I would have loved a couple more. But I'm not, I don't look too much into it. Because Spotify doesn't have numbers, does it? Uh, I think it's just track names. I suppose you're less likely to be watching the numbers, whereas like the days of a CD player, you're seeing the numbers yeah, as it yeah, goes yeah. through. What are some good albums that are... More than 15 tracks. Come on, mate. We've just had the question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to disappear for an hour? <laughs> I'm giving Hazza uh, some more value for money. Um, the most recent uh, Vampire Weekend album was quite a few tracks. I don't know if it's as many as like 15, but that that's pretty consistent. I, I was quite impressed at how many of those songs I liked, given that I've kind of gone into that album not really even being how a fan. How many Hold Steady? Uh, which one? The latest offering. Um, that feels short. Yeah, that's only ten. What, yeah. The, uh, yeah. yeah, that feels physic. That feels short. But that's an interesting one. You mean the one that's like a com- almost yeah. like compiled of yeah? But they're doing the other five tracks now as a uh, release for Black Friday. All oh, right. For that thing, yeah. Uh, but yeah, great question. Thanks, Hazza. Edward, uh, you'll go. It's like Christmas. I do like this. All right. Oh, name an album. You can play without skipping from Monkhouse. <laughs> Is that the surname? <laughs> it just says Monkhouse. Is that the location or the. Just... It could, be, could it be Bob? He's dead, isn't he? We won't be him then. <laughs> um, Pl- a name an album you can play without skipping. Oh, plenty. Now, I guess what they're suggesting is not. Like you leave it on and you're not going to make the effort to go over to the CD player. Because if, well, there's a couple I will happily skip tracks on. I would read that as what's an album where you don't feel there's a weak track, I guess. Yeah. Or, or there's a track you 
don't like that you can't listen to. Yeah. Because uh, even oh, some is... Green Day albums, I think I could skip this track. I leave it on because I'm an album player, unless I'm in a bit of a shuffly mood. Um, but the, I get what they're saying. There's definitely a few albums out there which I'll go, ah. Eh, the not thing is, I, I kind of... I'm not having four minutes of this. I can think of... Uh, I can think of lots, I guess. But I, I, I'm sort of like default into some of my all-time favourite albums, I Less guess. Less than Jake, Borders and Boundaries. I will never... I've never skipped a yeah. track on it. No. Um, Motion City Soundtrack, Commit This to Memory. Both those two first two albums, I will not skip a track. Whereas... I've got uh, no issues with the next one either. There's a couple of tracks on Dinosaur Life that I'm not... Big on. Yeah, I'd have, there's a couple I'd skip, and again, if I'm on Spotify, and it's but I'm not really one for skipping. No, I know you're you're not. I will skip a bit more. All right, well, you know, I think everyone's got albums that happily skip a few tracks. There's a few Bruce Springsteen albums where I go, oh, skip this. <laughs> sure. I'll tell you what, American Idiot. Depending on how much time I've got, there's two tracks there I'll skip. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Uh, that's just like a, a long song joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> Very good, sorry. sorry I, I, I was actually trying to think which songs. I was like, oh, does he not like uh, September Ends? or St. Jimmy? <laughs> it's only a few seven minutes. Um, yeah, there's loads. Yeah, uh, there's quite a few for me. The thing is, I've ended up answering just what's my all-time favourite album. Sounds like they've just dug that off like a bloody Radio X picture thing they post on Facebook I swear I've seen that thing myself <laughs> alright you know I, I don't want to offend sorry Milkhouse they might not even listen to the episode you pick one out thank you for the question I'm happy I'm happy that it goes down on record that uh, yeah if you could memory. get in touch what's your first name or is that your first name I worked for a guy called Rutherford um, and first name only name like, <laughs> honest to god sorry honest to god Rutherford um, a bit like Madonna um. Ah, okay. <laughs> what is it? Uh, best live moment while in Canada Water from uh, a chap called Aaron. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Uh, oh, all right. So okay. we could we could. Uh, I wonder if ours are the same. Uh, well, let me just think. I could, I could tell you some of my least favourite moments. <laughs> well, that's not the question, no. is it? Uh, what was it? Best live moment. Um. Marlene Cannon. So we were both in a band called Canada Water. Um, if we've not mentioned. Um, I, I know what Greg's would be, and I think I'd probably go with that being the same. We're saying that. One of my fa- Marlene Canada Water, can it include just... Do we have to be on stage or recording or something? Cause no, it's live. New, oh, yeah, live. So what was the question? Best, Best live moment. Uh, I bar then, when they all started singing back. Hey, friend of a friend. Yeah. That's got to be it for me. That was pretty mad. Uh, Greg um, dug out the vids recently. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I've got. And sent them. Oh, yeah, them, on yeah. Dropbox. Yeah, I'm going to share them at some point soon. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll go with that. That was pretty mad. And I, I remember us all sort of taking a little nod to each other. <laughs> it was so Mostly good. in shock that uh, people knew the words. Um, I, my mind goes to that... Um, Infamous night in Newcastle? Northampton, right. where it, the show was an absolute disaster. The uh, the sound man just didn't show up. Clive did sound, um, yeah, and Tom, sorry, in the other band. between them, yeah, and uh, yeah, Greg just told us to go <laughs> mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we did, which going mental involved um, throwing a milk crate, crate around, on a crate, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. You threw it into the ceiling, I think. <laughs> I can't remember. I swear you threw it up. And it to be honest, I don't it. really remember. It wasn't the, the, the trash on the stage bit that I liked. That was a bit lame. But it was just Greg saying, go mental. Go mental. It's a bit out of character. Which is probably why we enjoyed it. Yeah. We got told off, didn't we? Um, that was good. Should we do another one? Thanks, Aaron. Whoever you are. Oh. If you could make a video for any song, what would it be? I actually have an answer. From Catherine Jenkins. I think we should give just a little bit of context here. We haven't each seen all of these questions. Um, 
obviously we had to see some of them each to prepare this, but some of these we're hearing for the first time right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that one I hadn't seen, and I do have something in mind. All right. Um, well, you go first then. There is a song on the latest Churches album. Now, I'd go so far as to say Churches are probably one of my favourite bands of this decade, if not my favourite. And I think there's something about their music that lends itself to a very sort of cinematic feel. You know, it's kind of got that sort of Blade Runner, sort of dystopian yeah. feel about it. But there's a song called Heaven Slash Hell. I think that's how it's um, how it's uh, formatted. Uh, and I have this idea of like a wedding reception, type, a very sort of 80s looking wedding reception, with like a disco ball going around. Um, and they are playing on the stage, like obviously part of the show. Yeah. Um, but then it's like glitching out. So at some points, like there's no one in the audience. And at some points they're like all like skeletons or something, or like it like blips into like different like characters and stuff that appear in the audience. That's kind of like the concept of the whole thing. Really. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, but I, I was just listening to it one day and I sort of like just visualized it in my head. Uh, and I told Sam, my girlfriend and, she was sort of mildly entertained by it. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, no, I think it's, that would be quite is, cool. To be fair, it's quite inspired by a scene in the latest Blade Runner film oh. uh, where they are in, I guess it's like a this, like a deserted version of Las Vegas. And uh, there's like a Elvis, um, like hologram thing that they're watching. Yeah, but it keeps like cutting out, so you kind of get this weird sort of thing. You know, like when you're like trying to load like a YouTube vid or something, you get yeah, like yeah. Bit, 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 that sort of thing. That's what you're getting, like little bits of this Elvis performance. Right. So I guess I'm imagining that, but the other way around. So the band are actually there, and it's the audience that are doing that. Oh, cool. So probably I stole the whole idea from uh, Blade Runner. So <laughs> um, the one that comes to my head, which I I put on quite often if I'm going on a journey, is um, Def Cab for Cutie. I will possess your heart, and I have always, in my head, pictured the band driving in like a. Unfortunately, I think all like mine is nicked from scar tissue from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all beaten up yep. in the car. I imagine that that because it's got a very long intro, hasn't it? It's like mm. a nine-minute song, but then occasionally they'll just as they pull go past like a service station or something, the band are playing. In that service station. Ah, so, so they're as they're the... driving, the bum 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 bum. So they're driving. Yeah. And you've got a vision of the car driving, and then as they drive past, they sort of look to the left or right and see themselves playing. I think that's that, really cool. I think I like that. that. What does? Well, they see it from afar, like and it's just kind uh, of like lit up. But then they drive past it and they yeah. notice it's them playing. But then it goes back to them driving. So that the, you know, it's shot from in. I'd like to say it's shot from inside the car almost, but I'd want to see the reactions as they turn to see themselves at like a motel and they're just in the car park of the motel. You know, like Route 66, I guess there's loads of yeah. different places you could be. So it almost looked like one of those one-shot videos. Like, hey, good yeah. time, a bit like that. But you've obviously edited it for them to be in yeah. two locations. That's really cool. There is a video for that song. I can't remember exactly Oh, I've not seen it. it is. Yeah, I'm sure there is. And I, fi- I can't remember if it does do the whole... I think it does do the whole intro. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, but no, I Is like that your idea. They, they started cool. with that, didn't they, when we saw them? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, I'm honest. Uh, great up. question. And yeah, I, I'm glad I we like both had a good answer. Have you suggested it to them? Uh, no. Might be worth an email. I quite like that. So the audience <laughs> um, the, are, are blipping, or yeah. however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so it kind of has that sort of like eerie kind of like what happened like, was yeah, there yeah. some sort of like apocalypse or something cool um, we should do a whole show like video. top five ideas for music videos I'd have to come up with a few more yeah <laughs> okay here's the next question from I can't read the name because Edward wrote this one out what does that say is that Will yeah Will okay I could do it uh, how much time do you spend listening to music each day this is a good question because I think it's changed, or at least my music listening habits has changed, um, in part because of podcasts. Yeah. So I, when I used to be out and about walking, I'd normally listen to music, uh, but that would be my podcast listening time now. Yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah, mine's gone down. Yeah. I don't know if mine's gone down that much. Do you have music on in the house? I'd say... Okay. Because your, your record player isn't currently in situ, is it? No, I'm still on Because you're redoing stuff. stuff. Um, I think the way we can work this out then, maybe, is if we go through our day and work out it that way. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll get up in the morning. I need music first thing in the morning. Like, I cannot do anything. So... I, the idea of getting in the shower without any music, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, so I have music on in the morning uh, until I leave for work. Then I have music in the car on the way to work, which yeah. is about a five-minute drive. Um, and then occasionally I'll have someone... Well, I suppose the radio is on all day in the office. So oh, actually wow. quite a lot, Yeah. to be fair. Yeah. And we, and we mostly have six music, um, which for the most part is pretty good. I mean, it's quite diverse, so sometimes you hear some weird uh, stuff on there. But yeah, it's good. Um, so yeah, quite a lot of the day you actually. Could do I eight really think hours. about that. Eight, ten hours maybe. Yeah, definitely. I guess because even I'm not, if it's just background. I guess because I'm not choosing to listen to that. Like I don't. So really all right. It. So break that down into. So we're maybe talking when you wake up, maybe two hours of chosen music, mm. and say six to eight that you're just in. That's in the background. Yeah, yeah. Because then when I get in, I'll put music on when we have dinner. All right. Because uh, we always just have dinner in front of the TV. And the thing is, you don't talk to each other. But if you've got music on in the background when you're eating, like I find we have a conversation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I reckon yeah, probably about ten hours a day. Wow, that's that's a lot. So I'm mine. I'll put it on in the car because podcasts are harder in the car because of noise. I find I have to turn them right up. So I have yeah. music in the car. So that could be like a twenty minute trip. Don't have it on in the morning because normally I'm getting the kids ready for nursery or something. It's just, it's too manic. And then we'll have a a record on during dinner. I choose a record. At the moment, it's just Counting Crows on heavy rotation. Um, So that will go on probably as Christy starts cooking. But typically we've got even nothing on because it's nice to have the silence with the kids playing and stuff. Or we'll just have music on, so, but maybe a couple of hours a day, tops, sometimes less. If I haven't got podcasts to listen to, I listen to a full album now. Hmm. I've gone back to that. I don't do playlists or Spotify playlists. I'll choose an album and just play it in full, which I've gone back to, yeah. which is quite nice, actually. That's interesting. I was talking to our friend Tom last night about this and saying that I think albums I'm listening to currently, uh, like new albums, in the same way that I listen to a podcast... So I'll use the... Um, Just in its entirety, you know. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll set up a time to kind of listen to it rather than... Um, like, I won't debut a new album, say, when I'm having my shower. Yeah, I'll yeah. want to actually listen to yeah, it. Yeah, no, I do this with work. If I know I'm going to be using the drill or something uh, to hang a boiler or whatever, I won't put on an album I haven't heard before. Yeah. I'll do it in a quieter period. Yeah, it feels like... So I can give it a full listen, yeah. Yeah. How funny. Yeah, and, and the thing is, it takes me a while to get around to some. Like, I I just, in the last week, listened to uh, the new Darkness album, yeah. finally. Uh, the new Lagwagon. Oh, you listened um, to it in the end? Yeah. Uh, and the new Early November. And they were ones that I had sat there for a while yeah. um, that I just hadn't got around to. Um, but yeah, that's that's much more like a podcast where you wouldn't just like well you can't put a podcast on shuffle, but you, or, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then once I've listened to that one time, then it's fair game. It can go into a playlist or I put it on any time of day. But yeah, that's a really interesting question. These are really good so far. All right, my turn. Which is the best venue for beer, Stephen in? Retford? Retford's. Never been. Uh, Where are all these places? Best venue for a beer. I think this is... Uh, None of the academies, we, we they're too Borg. In the top five venues, we didn't really talk that much about, about beer. beers. Yeah. Well, no. Well, for me, I think because in our... We still go to gigs now, but I think in our, our prime of going to gigs, like almost most weeks... Um, I didn't drink. Like I didn't no, drink no, until no. I was about nineteen. So there was a lot of gigs that I went to where I didn't drink. So I I never kind of fell into that just habit of drinking at gigs. And I, I still... think it's only recently now that I've I'll have one at a gig. Yeah, but I'm not looking to have like three or four because no, no. as soon as I get to that point, I'm not really going to enjoy it. Different for festivals. 
uh, where drinking's almost like part of the day. Yeah, nice. But even back in the day at Reading, I was never one for drinking in the arena. I drink later in the evening. Oh yeah. Oh no, there was a couple of times we were when we'd pick a day, we'd be drinking on the way to the arena. Yeah, okay, but very rarely in the arena because it's so fucking expensive. We couldn't afford it. Well, no, with the days when we'd like try and smuggle a bottle of vodka in or something. Oh no, yeah, Pringles tin. (laughs) (laughs) Once you pop, you just can't stop. I don't, I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I've had bet. I've there's been venue. Oh. Any venue for me that started doing signature brew is ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, and I think it's criminal that more venues aren't. Like I like that signature brew have kind of come up with this almost a USP in the craft scene for um, for associating themselves with live. I'll tell music. you what. Jo- Joiners does a good point. Yeah, they've got a couple of good points. They've got a couple of different lagers and ales on. They definitely have Signature Brew, uh, and I think they've got Shindigger or something. There's one at the moment which... Shindigger? (laughs) Shindigger. I'm trying to remember what it's called, um, which is a lager, which which has been done, I think, to support small venues or something like that. All right, cool. I mean, that's very in keeping with the joiners, isn't it? But other than that... God, I can't. I can't. Really, I can't head. remember the last venue where I've really because I'm not drinking. Drinking, I can't remember the last one where I thought, "Oh, amazing! They serve this." The Roundhouse in Camden normally have Camden a good. S- All right, on. cool. Yeah, as you might expect. Well, I'd enjoy that. Uh, and obviously, Camden's a fairly good. Beer. I suppose Anvil, what used to be Ibar, has yeah. is, a, is a bar. Yeah, they have and a the few. basement is the venue, and they've got quite a good few selection on. Of everything. It's, yeah, they've it's, got one it's of, a stocked bar. Yeah, they've got one of their own, which is part of the, the Buffalo Group, which they're yeah. sort of, that's their sister bar, isn't it? Uh, and they had like some Marshall uh, indoors tins yeah, yeah. in there. Roadie, well. whatever it's called. I'd be in if you've got one, hit us up on Instagram. We'll go there. And we'll, <laughs> we'll see you know, what I, I enjoyed to check it out. The thing is, as well, like when we were in the band and we were touring that was when I wasn't even drinking beer I was still drinking like Southern so Comfort and yeah. Coke that was my drink and I would always have one at the end of our set um, but that's obviously the same price change though as the further north we were going a lot cheaper, cheaper to get drunk yeah. yeah I think Hartlepool was the peak of that uh, which I think you suppose you probably say was the peak of a lot of things in yeah. uh, touring days um, right whose go is it is it your go cool. yes I'm going to have one how many have we got? Uh, I think there's about 20 in there. Uh, last album bought by uh, Fortnite legend. I wonder if it's our friend Greg. He does love a bit of that Fortnite. Does he? Yeah. Oh, he's a big Fortnite fan. Oh, Do I didn't know. I didn't know. Last album. That's a good question because I am behind on actually buying music. Mine isn't even going to be a new album. Are we including record purchases? Yeah, I think so. Definitely. So the last album I bought will be... He's looking around at his collection behind him. I think it is Frank Turner, Sleepers for the Week. It's funny, isn't it? Because that's an album that you would have bought originally like 12 years well, yeah, ago. Yeah, I've got it on CD. I just never owned it on It's vinyl. getting a lot of love as well, that album, in this well, yeah, in the podcast think... feed. Oh, no. I'll tell you who it was. The Teskey Brothers. Oh. And that is a new album. Okay. Uh, I bought that album for the wife, Christy, from Square Records in Wimborne. Um, yeah, she she mentioned it, and it was in there, and we ordered it in. And I went, uh, her friend picked it up for her and dropped it off the other week. And I've, I've listened to it. It's not a bad album. What sort of thing is it? Is it sounds folky, folky sort yeah. of, yeah. I think... F- I think Fern Cotton's now become a bit of a fan. Oh, right. So Obviously, like, Fern Cotton's joined. <laughs> so hopefully I can get in there and say, we knew about him first, mate. Any opportunity to have a one-up on Fern is... Uh... Is, is taken. <laughs> uh, I think... You? Well, it's, it's, uh, it feels a bit embarrassing, actually. I think the last one that I bought was back in September, which was when I went to Elsewhere uh, in Margate, of all places. Um, and I got that whole study, the, the recent... Um, of that. Why is that embarrassing? Because um, it was September. Yeah, not because it was Margate. Oh. <laughs> I've already mentioned about how I went on a uh, glamorous day trip to Margate. Um, 
Yeah, I think, oh, I think that's that. quite good though. They're both albums released in the last few months. Yeah, I mean, so this I think that's year, quite nice because year, because I've fallen behind on because I've kind of cut down almost to not buying CDs at all. I've definitely bought well, I've definitely not bought as many albums this year. Do you remember that year you did? You were trying to do it by buy a CD a week. Yeah, I think two thousand and. I've done it a couple of times. 14. 2006 and 2013, 14 was around that Did time. Did you yeah. do it? With all these things, it lasts for a few months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hold steady, I believe. And the Teskey Brothers. Uh, let's have a look at this one then. I, we should say they're all folded up. We've got no idea before we open them. <laughs> what is your favourite Spice Girls song? <laughs> Julie... From Tot. Tottenham, uh, maybe? Tot. Is Tot a place? Favourite Spice Girls song. They had some hits, didn't they? Did you see the drama this week about Mel B? What? Got shirty about Tesco's using... Um... Oh, yeah. But she would do anything for money. She wasn't getting any money. No, no, no. But to sue or whatever, oh, right, you know, yeah. any chance yeah. to get in the press. Jesus, I'm a lesbian now. I'm not a lesbian. Oh, my husband was going to claw my eyes out. Oh, now he... <laughs> God. No, she, she said some stuff like, I feared for my life with my last husband and stuff like this. You know, I'm bankrupt. I'm not bankrupt. The Spice Girls are getting back together. They're not getting back together. Oh, shut up. And now she's one of the bloody people on Celebrity Juice. <laughs> She's taken over from Fern Cotton, I think. All right, it's not open mics. Don't need to fall out of Mel B. Mama. Fair play. Are you serious? I mean, I'm not judging you if you are. Yeah, I, I, just, think, uh, I don't know whether you're joking or not. That's two become one. Oh, no, maybe it's two become one then. Oh, no. Mama, I love you. Mama, I care. I'll always be there. Wait, you definitely know the words. Yeah, I'm going for Mama. Uh, I think actually... I can tell you the video. I can't I swear they're all on different streets or something in this the night. This is two become one. Oh, maybe it's two become <laughs> one then. Thank you, that's my favourite. Well, that's okay for us to have to say. <laughs> Not back in 96 it was right, I'll go Mama then. But <laughs> I prefer the video for two become one. Yeah, I think that was the best one. Um, there's something about Two Become One, because it, it normally gets shown around Christmas, because I think it was a number one at Christmas, wasn't They're it? They're wearing so woolly hats, aren't it they? It gets lumped in with the... Uh, Thick coats in the video. Yeah, and um, short skirts. Very uh, contrasting. It's like that E17 song. Yeah. Not a again, Christmas song, but, but just, just released at Christmas. There was a whole period of those sort of songs, wasn't there? But I think there's something about it. Whenever I see it, I always remember seeing it when I was a kid. And I always think to myself, each year that each Christmas goes by, I'm like, it's another year. I'm another year older. And I don't know why it is. It's that song always hits me. Uh, so, yeah, I think for that reason, I'm going to say two become one. Good choice. Uh, but there's some other bangers as well. And <laughs> Christ, maybe we do a top five on that. This is all this is. This is just a factory for future top five. Yeah, you could have a few episodes on top fives about the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> There's five of them, so it lends itself to it. Although, to be fair, one of them technically not involved this year anymore. Uh, VB. Your favourite. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, There's a trailer. This isn't real, is it? What? From Norman Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up. I try not to swear in these ones. Norman Cook. I didn't realise Fatboy was a listener. Someone's having a laugh here. No, I think he does listen. Worst gig experience. Oh, God. So we've had best, technically. Oh, my God. I Although know. I suppose the best one was related to one band. Worst is... Oh, wait, no. Worst gig experience, not our own No, no, gigs. no. That could just be any gig. It's funny that I default to that. <laughs> if you listen to the open mics, maybe yours could potentially... Almost could have been Imogen Heap last night. Yeah, almost. Not getting into a gig. Um, I had a bad one at a venue in Yeovil. Oh, I know mine. But sorry, carry on. But I don't know if that would be my worst gig experience. With an ex-partner, went to watch a band. And uh, how many songs did we last in Ski Lodge? Before she, well, I had to take her out. You didn't shoot her. 
<laughs> it wasn't like a taken scenario. Um, it was only like three or four songs. You stayed for the duration, didn't you? Watching well, Get definitely. Cape. I don't remember you leaving. Get Cape? It was too yeah, hot. I remember, yeah. We, we were, had the le- we were on the balcony, like dripping with sweat onto the people below. Yeah, we left. Yeah, that was hot. Good gig, but very hot. Yeah, I don't know if it's my worst. I just put that back. I t- and then I could say Slam Dunk when I was on Metronizadol, which you famously can't drink with, but I did drink. And at the end of every set, I was having to use the toilet. The uh, street food vendors did very well out of you that day. Yeah, I ate a lot of food because I was unfortunately getting rid of a lot of food. Um, I, I, do you know what, right? I, I know I joke about this. I genuinely have a lot of respect for you that day. <laughs> I think if that had happened to me once, I'd have been going home. I lost my tooth the following week because the antibiotics hadn't been allowed to do their thing. So I, the tooth is gone. I had no longer have the tooth that was the issue. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant like acid reflux or something. No, 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 no. So I'll go with that one. But ultimately, that was one of my favourite ever weekends of music. So it's funny. Fair play. You're a trooper. Um, Mine is Descendants at Shepherd's Bush Empire. This year? Oh, no, I remember. Wanted to see them for, what, 10 years? I've been a fan. Finally got the chance. Didn't think I'd ever get the chance again. Uh, Milo takes to the stage and within two songs lost his voice uh, and they kept trying and nothing and eventually they just did black flag covers with um, whoever else was around which I think was um, uh, what's his chops from the effects Eric Melvin yeah who just happened to be there um, that was awful I'd already bought a t-shirt um, tour t-shirt yeah it's the one with the subway the underground Lego oh. on um, and the odd thing about that gig is that I went by myself. You'd gone to see City in Colour at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Uh, so we travelled up together. I'd gone to Shepherd's Bush. And then I just had to come and like meet you at, I think it was Earl's Court, is where we met up on the gig. Yeah, on the back. Yeah. And I just had to say, well, <laughs> the gig basically didn't happen. How funny. Um, but you did see Eric Melvin performing with... Yeah, I left. Uh, sorry, Eric. I, I eventually left. Well, yeah, you don't like it was Black still going on. No, I just... I mean, they did make it up. They then played another gig and we got free tickets for it uh, as a apology, but... Brixton? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I bought yeah. a ticket and came with you that time. Yeah. Um, but at that time, that was pretty dire. Yeah, that is bad. Guy loses his voice after two songs and... Yeah. That's, you know... There's probably others that I've uh, repressed, but <laughs> that one certainly springs to mind. Uh, there we go. What, Bit of a yeah. downbeat question, Norman. Alright, what's this one? Favourite vinyl album from Tom. Didn't give anything else, no? No. So I guess your favourite... Maybe it's Tom Monkhouse and he's split his name to ask two questions. So is that your favourite vinyl? Or the, your favourite album that you... Of all the vinyls you own, what's your favourite album? So that could potentially be because of the the colour of the vinyl or the way it's been presented, rather than, you know, your Dinosaur Life one is pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm taking this as... But the thing is, like, the the album, like the actual, um, the pressing could be really good but it might not be my favourite album that I've got yeah so I think we'll do the, you're focusing on the fact it's a vinyl uh, I'm just turning around good to good question Tom um, I think the ones that stand out in my mind are the this isn't even the vinyl itself it's the sleeve that really short run that Less Than Jake did of the See the Light Oh, yeah. But it's like a screen-printed cover. Yeah. There's like 50 of them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That they sold on the... We got yeah. it... Well, I got mine at Wedgwood. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably some Record Store Day ones that are up there. Did I ever tell you? Well, I, I don't know. I, you have to tell me. I don't know where mine is. Oh. Genuinely. No idea. Out there somewhere? It could be in a box in the garage. That's what I'm hoping. But it isn't. If you go through that collection, it's not in there. 
And there was only 50 of them made, weren't there? Mm. I'm glad you've confirmed that, because they chalked it on the back, didn't they? Yeah. Han, Han, oh. <laughs> Sorry, I think mate. I had 41 out of 50. I wouldn't have bought it up if I'd known. Yeah. I don't even know if I've got the other version. Did you give me a version with a crease corner? Mm. I think I do have a version of it, mm. just not the really cool hand print. Yeah, uh, what else have I got? God, because I've not had the turntable out for a while, I've not actually had the vinyl collection out, so... Not a lot of it springs to mind. I don't want to choose one that I've just got. Um, that's a difficult one. I like the way Basement did Colour Me and Kindness. That was That's presented quite well. Nice blue vinyl. Like the album as well. Um, Do you like it with the like the crazy colour schemes and stuff? Do you like it when it matches the colour scheme of the artwork? Oh, yes. God, I think it's... Lazy if it doesn't. Have you got any that you think, oh, why the fuck was it that colour? Um, potentially, yeah. Because you know me, I don't like a picture disc, which would be the ultimate match, wouldn't it? Because it is just the album cover. But that's, <laughs> yeah, you've done me there. That's well too. That's too busy. That's too busy. That's taking it too far. I don't know. I can't... I've, it's a good question. It's a big question. And it could be all a jokes whole episode. Aside, that would definitely be a future top five, I think. Um, I literally couldn't choose one right now. I really like that Americana offspring vinyl I just got. And that is purely on the way it's been presented. I think that's really cool. And the extras I got with it. Maybe I'll go with that, that for now. Cool. With the stickers and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, right. Should we do a couple more? We've got time for a couple more. Cool. We can always save some for another time. Uh, what is your favourite podcast other than Two Track Mind? Uh, that's from Paul in Broxholm. Where? <laughs> These places, I don't know who came up with them. Uh, I need to read that again. What is it? Favourite, favourite podcast other than their own. Well, of I wouldn't course. choose ours anyway. <laughs> Um, that's a, that, that that's, seems to say it, it sounds really simplistic that's a difficult question yeah um, I don't really have a music related one I mean I my one I guess you know I've got a Patreon uh, subscription to a Star Wars podcast called Force Centre two guys from California so are we both going to go for the ones we've both got we played on Patreon. You told me you've just started a. I've uh, just started Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, yeah. I, I so I give three dollars. So mine would be um, mine's out of two, and both are actually foot loosely. One is now very loosely, but I love Atletico Mints. A chap called Andy Dawson, um, and Bob Mortimer, and when it first started. You know, episode one, it was more about football and stuff, but now it's just, it's, well, it is mad. <laughs> I do have to check it out. I mean, uh, if you told me before, like, it's not, you, you don't have to be a football fan to. No, because it's to, just, it's sketches and it's more jokes. comedy. Yeah. Um, and I really, I'll go with that one. Atletico Mints. I think it's brilliant. Awesome. Uh, right. And what was yours, sorry? Uh, Force Centre. Force Centre. Yeah. Uh, and that's your favourite. Well, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, they are... Basically, yeah, it's two guys. Occasionally, a lady, she's on maternity leave at the moment. I, th- I, th- I think for me, there's a couple of music-based ones that I really like, but then there might be five or six episodes I don't listen to because either I don't know the guest and I'm not interested in the guest at all. There's there's plenty of episodes where I've gone, oh, I don't know them, I'll give that a listen because mm. I know they're associated with someone I might know or something. But like, turned out a punk... Is one I listen to a lot of, but right now there's a run of a load of people he's interviewed. You don't know who are, I'm sure are all interesting and very great listening. I just don't know them, so I've not listened to him for a good couple of months. Mm. Cool. But we talk we talk quite a bit, don't we, about these? You do anyway yeah. on the uh, open mics shows. Okay, final one. I mean, it can be if you want. All right, let's hope it's a good one. All right. Who is the most... All right, good one. I should probably read it out, shouldn't I? Who is the most famous musician you've ever met? Bob in... <laughs> this is made up, isn't it? Ast- Asti Abbots. Or A- Ash- Ashy Abbots. I think I might have read, read yeah, that you wrote one that out. Let's have a look. Uh, Astley Abbots. 
like most famous musician you ever met. Uh, sadly, I didn't get to meet Imogen Heap. Um, oh. Would she have been the famous? I don't know. Most famous? Uh, definitely up there. Um, oh, come on. Think quick. Oh. Mark Hoppus? You met him? Yeah. At that, uh, at the Descendants um, oh, film. Did we meet him? Yeah. Shook his hand. Had a little chat. He signed something. That was it. All right. Well, I'll have to go. Well, that's boring then. What way to end? Because I've met him as well. <laughs> Shook um, Billy Bragg's hand. Yeah. In Bridport. There's a lot of people who know who he is. Um, but fam- most famous. Not really. Who's the most famous person? Full stop you've ever met? Oh, Casey Hill. <laughs> <laughs> From Blue Peter. And... <laughs> I hung out with her for the whole day. Wow. Oh, you must have told me a story before. Yes, yeah, she's not famous. It was quite tongue-in-cheek. I don't know. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? You met bloody um, Stephen Fry, didn't you? No. Oh, Alex James. I served him dinner. Ah, now could you say that I met Alex James at my graduation? Yeah, I was about to say, wasn't he there? I didn't meet him so much as lunged at him on a stage. I took his, I took his order, served him dinner, and I, I think, I, in my memory, I remember saying, just want to say thank you for your music contribution or something. But I wasn't... I don't think I was brave enough to have a conversation with him properly about it. And it was awkward, you know. I, I was, I think I was bar manager at the time. And he was in the restaurant. So I was, would, would have been third highest that night. So you can't really be seen to be, all right, love all the bass lines in blur, you know. It'd be a bit <laughs> fucking awkward, wouldn't it? Well, I, um, I graduated. The day I graduated, he was the uh, honorary uh, graduate. So they basically gave him like this, you know, honorary degree. Um, That's and, quite, and uh, you shook, he, he would have shook you around, wouldn't he? No, he oh, didn't. Right. But you, you kind of had to like bow to like various people didn't you get- like on the stage. And I thought, I'm going to bow to him. Because I you know, felt sort of an affinity. Like he was a musician from our area. Um, and I thought I bowed. But when I look back on it, you can see that I actually just kind of like lunged at him. At the time, I thought he winked at me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just flinched. <laughs> there's, there's footage of it. I, I'll, I'll dig it out and maybe put it on our um, on our Instagram page or Why something. Why do I want to think that you've met someone in a bookshop? Who was in the bookshop? I don't know. Uh, what are some of the weirdest um, people you've met? Or like the weirdest scenarios? Because I met Phil Jupiter in a lift once. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, I've been watching Buzzcock since I was uh Oh, you talked kid. to him? Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm a big fan. I've been watching Buzzcock since I was a young kid. And he was like, your parents let you watch Buzzcocks? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely knew. <laughs> My, uh, it was kind of funny at the time, you know. I've, um, I once had some decent passes for Reading Festival, an artist pass that I managed to blag off someone. I took a wee next to um, uh, I can't even remember who it was now I want to say some, one of the ones from NoFX I think it was Al Jefe and he came into the rhino as I was leaving so that was but I didn't say anything to him this is like there's a feature on uh, Six Music actually called Small Claims Court and people call up and they have stories like this. Oh, do they? Um, I'm trying to think of some of my other ones. Oh, I, I, I watched No Effects in, at Groves Rock next to Milo from The Descendants. He's getting a bit of mileage on this show, isn't um, he? <laughs> that was not intentional. Very good. Though. If anyone got that, 10 points to you. Um, he left after about three songs. Yeah. But he was side of stage on the right hand side uh, watching him. Oh, we met um what's her name? Uh she's married now, isn't she? Frankie uh Sanford from uh the Saturdays in the crowd. In the crowd. At Reading when she was with um Dougie, Dougie from McFly. because uh, she asked our friend where he got his hoodie from. Yeah. Because she wanted to buy one for Dougie. <laughs> it was a set your girls one. Yeah. Um 
These are terrible, terrible meetings. We once chased. Uh, we didn't chase Tucker from no, uh, chase from him. Feeder through Central London. I'm, I've just realised I'm nowhere near the mic, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah, I think most of my celebrity meetings are humorous more so than cool. Yeah, I've got no. I'm not really a. Not a celebrity fan, but I certainly wouldn't go out of my way to meet people. We met Frank Turner. Yeah. You know, he played the, the Olympics opening ceremony, I guess. Yeah. He, yeah. I don't know. There's probably more that I can think of from people I've met or people I've spoken to, but it's just, yeah. Well, these were all fairly good questions, I think. Yeah, what we up if to? we uh, if we do say so ourselves, well, I think we're running up to the uh, the hour now. So let's. Uh, You're happy to leave it on that one? Yeah, All I right. think at this point we might reveal to people that um, these questions were actually uh, <laughs> conceived by us because, of course, this is the first episode. Uh, but we just wanted to give you an indication. <laughs> Can I just say, mine was sent in. <laughs> no, <laughs> to me. I didn't know you were you were going to reveal that. Uh, I think we should. If you um, think it's... I think I want people to know actually how good our acting was throughout the whole of this episode. Yeah, so we, we had the idea and we thought to get it going, rather than hope that people might send questions in... We'd <laughs> and, e- and fall on our faces. We'd each make up a few questions and not tell the other person. And then, yeah, do what we've just done. I think it went fairly well. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to ask us a question for a future episode, uh, we will be posting details on our uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and all that sort of thing. Uh, and we'll answer those in a future show. If you want to get us on Instagram, we are 2 Pod. Same on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Um, uh, but Edward, if they want to find you personally. Uh, run with Ed on Twitter and Instagram. Excellent. And I am at Liam Toms. So that's it for the first episode of uh, <laughs> Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. <laughs> to do with music. Bit of a plot <laughs> twist at the end there. Um, but we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, please do think about a question for us for next time. Thanks for listening. Cheers and goodbye.